got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Joke Man Productions, LLC on Facebook. That's how you can reach me. Hey there, Stan the Joke Man talking. Let's get right into some Dear Stan letters. Dear Stan, my husband died on our 45th wedding anniversary. Hey, happy anniversary. Please urge your readers to turn off their TVs and shut off their phones. My husband died while we were celebrating our 45th wedding anniversary. He was watching a TV program I didn't care for, so I went in another room to watch something else. I fell asleep when I went back when I went back into his room at the resort. He was dead. I'm having a hard time forgiving myself for not staying and watching it with him. Yeah, no kidding. It was one episode of Sanford and Son. I love that show. My favorite. How I wish we had turned the TV off and just talked that night. <laughs> yeah, but then he would have died in front of you. He would have been telling you how much he loved you before his eyes rolled back in his head. And he, Bleh! yeah. You you want to carry that around for the rest of your life? I'd rather find him dead already. The worst part happened. He's dead now. Okay. Anyway, what's your question? I can't change what happened to me. Thanks for telling us something we already know. But I know some of your readers can prevent it from happening to them. I miss my darling every day. Put those phones down. Turn your TVs off. Enjoy the love of your life while they are here with you. Just saying it in the West. You really going to feel guilty about that? You know better. Uh, this is just a man talking. A guy's been married 28 years. Absolutely not. You don't have to watch Sanford and Son. You don't have to drop your shit and sit there and just keep an eye on people and wait for them to die. I agree. Yeah. Get your head out of your ass and your face out of your fucking phone and try paying a little more attention to your family and the things that are really important to you and appreciating a little bit of what you have. I'm all down with that. Don't you feel guilty, honey. It's not your fault. You know that. We're all going to die. You cannot blame yourself for somebody else's death. The only, unless, of course, you're drunk and you hit them with a car or something. Yeah, then it's your fucking fault. But just because you skipped Sanford and Son, you didn't do anything wrong. You know how upset your husband would be if he found out you decided to stop living too? Don't spend the rest of your fucking life beating yourself up. Fuck that. Get drunk, go out and get laid. No, excuse me. Mourn, cry, then get drunk, go out and get laid. Thanks for the letter. Dear Stan, the other day I went to the pool in my neighborhood and I found there were four lounge chairs with towels on them indicating they were reserved. They're the best chairs in the pool area because they are covered by a small roof and protected from the sun. I then had to use another chair that only partially covered me. It wasn't until three hours later when I was about to leave that a couple carrying party items showed up. Uh Uh-uh, those fucking towels would have been off that goddamn chair. Use it or lose it. Have you ever heard that term? Yeah, use it or lose it. You don't get to reserve poolside chairs for even 
You got to reserve a chair while you run back to the apartment and take a shit? Okay. 15, 20 minutes. So shit fast, buckaroo. Your sunbathing chair is gone in 20 minutes. What if I move their towels? The people come and I'm still there. All wet in Florida. Grow a pair all wet in Florida and just say, hey, you know, I'm not going to wait all day for y'all to come back. You weren't here. Your, your towels don't need the shade I did. So you got a problem with it? Take it up management. My fat ass is sitting here now. Let them gripe. They, trust me, they'll know you're right and they're wrong. Now, if it's been five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen even, don't be a dick. Let them have the chair back. Don't be a jerk. You know, you could save a lot of aggravation by simply buying your own and taking it to the pool. There you go. Thanks for writing in. Dear Stan, my wife and I have a dear friend who comes from out of town to visit a couple of times a year. We have known him for many years and enjoys his company. The problem is he started wearing an excessive amount of cologne. It has reached the point where the sin is overwhelming. It gets into the upholstery, the mattress, the bed. It's not that either of us are allergic. It's just that he uses way too much and the fragrance lingers long after he departs. How do we have a conversation with someone who had who has good hygiene? Makes no sense in Texas. <laughs> I like that. What kind of a friend doesn't have the sack to tell him that their friend has a booger hanging out of their fucking nose before they walk out on stage? What kind of a friend doesn't say something if his buddy's armpits stink or his breath stinks? I don't care if I hurt feelings. If I'm your friend and you stink, get your ass downwind to me if you don't want to hear about it. Because I'm going to tell you, you fucking stink. Hey, if I stink or I have a piece of shit hanging out of my pant leg, you better fucking say something to me. Or I won't consider you a friend at all, chicken shit. Yeah. I ain't saying I'm right. I ain't saying this is the way to be. I'm just telling you how I am. I would not allow my friend to go out in front of girls trying to pick him up smelling like shit. Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. 60% of the time, it works every time. You're going to wash your fucking sex panther off, asshole. <laughs> That's right. You're going to wash that shit off. Yep. It's made with bits of real panther. So you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh, yeah. I ain't going to be seen with you. You wearing that shit. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not a psychiatrist or anything, okay? I just, well, I've been hitting the head a lot. I was in a coma for a month, and I woke up different. <laughs> I deserve to be heard. I had a psychiatrist tell me once, <laughs> if what you're going to say does nothing but cause hurt, don't say it. Well, it'll hurt their feelings if I tell them about their breath or if I tell them they're wearing too much cologne. What, so you're, what are you going to do? Let them piss on your leg because they got to go to the bathroom too? Don't you find the stink offensive? 
Don't you get sick and tired of having a rug doctor the house and get upholstery cleaner to get brute by Fabergé out of the fucking sofa? Doesn't that annoy you? Isn't that enough for you to grow a pair and say something to your own quote-unquote friend? What the fuck is up with all you people not saying anything? Now, you're not a Fabergé egg, but it is your house, and if he's stinking up the place, fucking say something. I used to work at a liquor store. I'm not going to say where. But I'll tell you this much. The guy that came in, he had like a pig shit farm. He was an old cowboy, and he had like a rooster chicken pig shit farm or something. I think all they did there was pig and shit because that's what he smelled like. He stunk of it so bad. His truck stunk of it. It was in his hair, his clothes, his hat, his boots, his everything. That fucker walked in the liquor store. God, he'd be gone 30 minutes, and it still smelled like fucking pig shit, and the fucking pig shit is nasty. Now, it's worse than rancid. Yeah, and it finally got to the point. We just finally had to say, man, we don't want your fucking business, dude. You got to stay the fuck out of here. You're costing us business. It takes us an hour to Febreze this fucking liquor store out, you stinking motherfucker. No offense. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Rodney Dangerfield. My house smells like Giorgio Armani for a fucking month after you're gone. Hey, Tex, look, I hate to bother you and your Stetson, but the English leather you're wearing only reminds me of my abusive stepfather. Yeah, he used to wear that and then beat me with the empty bottle. You're bringing back hard memories. It'd be in your best interest going to the backyard, well... Let my cousin run the garden hose on you for a little bit. Yeah. You can join Vincent and Jules and, yeah. Are you sure this is absolutely necessary? You know what you two look like? What? Like a couple of guys who just blew off somebody's head. head. Stripping off those bloody rags is absolutely necessary. Either way, you're going to wash that shit off. Okay, gentlemen. You've both been to county before, I'm sure. Here it comes. God damn it. What a fucking cold. Better you than me, gentlemen. <laughs> Don't be afraid of the soap. Oh, well, Spread it around. Get up there a little bit. Hey, man, sit on my head. Come on, come on, do it. I can handle those things. What I can't handle is the English leather, you pile of shit, or Stetson. Who the fuck wears Stetson anymore? I wear that when I want to keep mosquitoes off of me. Thanks for the letter. Oh, my gosh, this one's tough. Hold on, hold on. Dear Stan, my boyfriend says he'll take care of me as I battle cancer, but I'm not that into him. Dear Stan, I've been with my boyfriend for three months. We had our ups and downs. He's more to me than I am to him. I was recently diagnosed with breast cancer. Damn it, I'm sorry, girl. He has offered to drive me to surgery and help me at home in recovery. He's also willing to take me to my follow-ups and help me with anything else I may need. He's retired. He has time and resources, and he cares a great deal about me. Shit. We live about two miles apart. I like him, too. I think that after knowing someone for only a few months, it takes a special character and a huge amount of caring to want to take care of somebody after a major surgery. Yeah, or they're super needy. They're looking at the long game and thinking, hey, maybe I can fucking move in because I'm getting ready to get evicted from my place. You have to consider it. Okay.
Let's continue with the letter. There will be a lot of driving to another city and back. I don't really have anyone else, no family. I'm thankful to him for doing this, but I wonder what kind of support he is going to need and how I can show my appreciation. You could certainly show your appreciation by being honest with him. Yeah, he needs to know how you fucking feel. You're not looking for a relationship, and the relationship, what relationship? It's only three months old. Yeah, it's brand new. We going a little fast here? What are you looking for next? Moving in or something? I hope not. I like hanging around you. You're a friend, but you don't have to do this. You're not obligated to do this. We've just been friends for a few months. Now, if you like him and you don't mind him doing it and he insists on doing it and you're not using him, who says you can't make the man dinner? Who says you can't join him and go see a movie? Why not? You can go platonically. And if you decide you want to take it the next level, yes, you have the long drives to the doctor. To and fro. They're not working on your mouth, are they? Appreciate the letter. Thanks for writing in. You ever want to get a letter to me? Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook account, tough shit. Real quick, I'd like to give a big happy Monday to all the listeners who are tuning in. Thank you so much, particularly the fine Mohicans in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, my latest listeners up there. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know how the Shawnees and the Mohicans used to get along, but, um, you know, I'm okay with you. I just want you to know that ahead of time, okay? All right. No need to be scalping anybody down here, fuckers. Hey, if you're pissed off here on a Monday and you're looking for somebody to hate other than me, I've got the list here of uh, the richest Americans. Would you like that? Yeah. You know, just so we can have a reason to hate somebody today, let's get into it. Coming in at number 10, Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer, $80.7 billion. I'm not naming people I can't pronounce their names, and they live overseas anyway, like in India and stuff, so who cares. Uh, coming in at number 7, Michael Bloomberg, owner of Bloomberg LP, $94.5 million. The sixth richest person in the world, Bill Gates, Microsoft founder at $104 billion. Warren Buffett, right above him at $106 billion. Yeah. How does Warren Buffett make his money? Well, ask Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Hathaway lives up there, you know, from the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. They say the, uh, the, the source of his wealth is from, I guess, Mrs. Hathaway. Very good, Jethro. We will continue your homework with great leaders in history. You may begin. A is for Alexander, the great he was named. B is for Beethoven, for music so famed. C is for cigarette, and Winston's the best. D is for Drake, wait, Sir Francis... Wait, wait, cigarettes, Winston. Jethro, we are studying great leaders. Well, Mr. Drysdale told Uncle Jed that Winston is the leading filter cigarette all over. That's right, he did. Me and Granny's been smoking them, and they is first rate. Oh. Here, try one. Mr. Glover, I've no doubt that Winston is indeed a superior filter cigarette. However, in deference to the textbook... Why... This is superior. However, in deference to the textbook... Never mind the textbook. C is for cigarette, and Winston's the best. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Winston tastes good. Like a cigarette chub. Unbelievable. Warren Buffett has got Mrs. Hathaway up there horn cigarettes in Nebraska. 
He's showing poor Jethro there pornography and trying to get him to light up on cigarettes. Aren't we trying to get kids to stop smoking? What the fuck is going on in Omaha? I don't know, but Hathaway's cranking out billions for Warren Buffett. All right, let's move on. Talking about the richest folks here in America, at least, in the top ten. Coming in at number four, Larry Ellison, Oracle CEO and founder, $107 billion. Jeff Bezos of Amazon, $114 billion. The number two richest person in the world right now, Elon Muskrat, $180 billion. And the number one richest person in the world is Bernard Arnault. I know you're thinking, Bernard Arnault? How the, who the fuck is he and who cares? Well, I'll tell you who he is. You're probably wearing him. That's right. Bernie, as everybody likes to call him. He, his source of wealth comes from uh, French luxury goods. That's right. He owns the rights on Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior. Yeah, I would imagine a whole bunch of other shit. And uh, he's worth $211 billion. Yeah. I bet he doesn't own high karate. Wow, what's that aftershave you're wearing? God. You high karate aftershave is so powerful. It drives women right out of their minds. That's why we have to put instructions on self-defense in every package. High karate, aftershave, cologne, and gift sets. High karate. Be careful how you use it. We're Joe Namus brute by Faber shit. Well, let me tell you, if you put that uniform on, you're supposed to be a football player, and you've got to be ready to go all the way. That's just the way I am. I guess that's why I use brute. I like the smell. I like the way it works. The way it lasts. Brute by Fabergé. After the game, after anything, brute goes all the way. If you're not going to go all the way, man, I mean, why go at all? That's right. I wear brute whenever I'm shoveling pig shit, you know, so I don't smell like pig shit. Of course, they kicked me out of the pig shit farm. Wow. Incredible news for Oklahoma, folks. Yeah. A solar panel company is coming to Oklahoma. And it's the biggest solar panel company in the entire country. And it's coming right here to Oklahoma. You bet. Bringing 900 good-paying jobs with it. The Anal Solar Power Company out of Italy is on its way to Oklahoma to invest $1 billion. Anal Spa Company said Monday it's going to be investing more than a billion dollars in a solar cell and panel factory right here in Oklahoma. It's going to be seeking to capitalize on the United States push to build a homegrown clean energy manufacturing sector to compete with China. Yeah, we're getting our asses kicked by China. And folks, once again... The hardheads are killing America because they won't grow. I installed the solar. I got $20,000 worth of tax rebates for it. And we produce more electricity than we fucking use in this house. You know what that means? At the end of the calendar year, PSO is going to owe me money. I like that. So, I don't give a fuck about the oil industry, even though I've got oil wells when I can save money at home. Yeah, you'll think that when you can't get gas. What are you talking about? I've already been there because of those fuckers that sit at the top of the oil industry. 
Yeah. Remember when George W. Bush was in and they were charging us five, six dollars a fucking gallon? How many times have you given them fuckers a pass when they have raped you and your family? You can't even keep your electricity on in your home. You have to dedicate a percentage of your income just to gas up your car. It's ridiculous, folks. I'm thankful for anal. Italy's number one solar power company coming to Oklahoma to invest $1 billion here in an energy source that works very fucking good, I can testify. And I think they already have a recruiting video out now for new employees. No defecation, folks. We are anal. And proud to soon be Oklahoma anal. We look forward to you joining our anal family. Because I can just go straight to my car, straight to my office, straight to my desk, and nobody talks to me or bothers me. I'm anal. Friendly work environment. Wow. Did you really just ask me if I went to the basketball game last night? That is a little invasive, isn't it? You know, what I do when I'm not here is my business, please. I'm anal. Paid vacation. Yeah, look, I'm worried about my uh, 20-year-old daughter who's home with the shits. Yeah, I should probably take the next three days off to look after her, you know? I'm anal. Spacious work environment. I'm sorry, I just got to walk on your desk for a second here. If I don't reset all these clocks by the minute and second when it springs forward, it's going to fuck me up forever. It's okay, I'll be done in a minute. The boss said it's okay. I'm anal. That's right. Four letters spell it all. I counted five. E-N-E-L. Anal. I am anal. Join our team and be part of Oklahoma's new number one solar power company. Speaking overseas, I'd like to say hello to all the listeners who are pinging in from downtown Moscow. I don't know if it's a guard. I don't know if it's an embassy. I don't know if it's a... um, a uh, Vladimir Poontang. If you are listening, Vladdy, uh, you got a set of nuts on you, shit ass. Russia is complaining that Ukraine has attacked them inside of Russia. It's bullshit, folks. Russia knows it. Ukraine knows it. The United States knows it. Everybody knows it. You know who doesn't know it? The idiots that follow the fifth column. <laughs> yeah. From day fucking one, Oklahoma Senator Mark Woman Mullen, foot soldier for Donnie Trump, has been chiding in with all the other little pussy foot soldiers doing what they can for their daddy. They've been doing everything they can to hold up the tank deliveries. They've been doing everything they can to stop the F-16 deliveries. Yeah. Well, they want Vladimir Putin to win the conflict. You see, Donnie Trump's been promised a lot if he does win. Kevin McCarthy is in on it, too. So is Mark Woman Mullen. You can fucking count on it, folks. Ain't no red rooter. It's red square. And this story right here, Russia screaming about Belgorod hitting inside of Russia. They're going to start threatening nuclear war again. Yeah, it's all part of the fifth column actively working to convince you if we give the Ukrainians better weapons, they'll attack inside of Russia. And and then Russia will be forced to fire nuclear weapons. It's a scare tactic. It's a bullshit PR propaganda piece. Don't even look at it. Disregard it. You're not a professional soldier. You're not a commanding officer. You've never been in the sting of battle, and even if you have, and you're a veteran now, 
you have to admit you have no fucking idea what's going on over there. So you can sit over here and play armchair quarterback all you want. The fucking fact is you have no idea, nor do I. So we need to just pull back, shut our holes, Mark Woman Mullen. Stop trying to hold up them Abrams tank deliveries and those F-16 deliveries. We know you're working on behalf of your daddy, Donna Trump. We know you don't represent Oklahoma, you piece of shit. You've done everything you can to cut the legs out from underneath Oklahomans. Well, I'll tell you something, fucker. If Oklahoma tells me to take your job, I'm going to take your job, pussy. And we're going to clean this shithole up. That's right, fuckers. And you've been listening to this... <laughs> and you've been listening to the Stand the Joke Man show. Thanks for listening, guys. Sorry. Mm. Just the way I've seen they've used law to target people in this state like a bunch of fucking animals. It is not only unchristian, it is un-American. You may sit still for it, complacent, subservient, not say a fucking thing, but I shall not. I will not. I won't. Thanks for listening to the Stand the Joke Man show. I'm going to be back on Wednesday. That's right, folks. Before I go, though, I how can I not say something about the being on this planet I love more than any other living creature ever? And that'd be my wife of 28 years. And that's the way it's supposed to be. 28 years ago when we were residing in that little garage apartment and I took her hand and I said, baby, it's you and me versus the whole fucking world. A minute. We've stayed married for 28 years because children never came between us. Work, money problems, opinions, none of that shit ever belongs between a man and a woman who really love each other. That's how you stay married for 28 fucking years. That is the secret. If you don't feel that way, don't get married. I learned a long time ago, kids don't have anything to do with marriage. Marriage doesn't have anything to do with kids. You keep those two separate and protect it. So my wife, the only one capable of whipping my ass, is also the only one capable of picking me up when I'm down. Thank you for loving me, Trish. Sometimes it's hard for me to believe it because I fucking hate me. That's why I love you so much. I want to stand with you on a mountain. I want to bathe with you in the sea. I want to
I'll be 